Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha Rivers of the Cars Group. And in Mindset to Mastery, we give you tools, tips, strategies, and insights that will help you to change your mindset and master your success. On today's show, we have Sean Douglas, who is an amazeballs dude. <laughs> My own word. <laughs> Um, just to tell you a little bit about him, um, he's an Air Force, U.S. Air Force veteran, a TEDx speaker, master resilience implementer, uh, suicide awareness trainer, business positioning strategist, international radio show host of Life Transformational Radio, and an author. Um, his why is that he's a suicide survivor who hit rock bottom with no purpose or passion. He believes that you are created for a purpose, and once you unlock your true potential, you will elevate your life, which is why he founded the Success, the success Corps. Can't talk today, um, which we will tell you a little bit more about. Um, I, without further ado, I want to get into this conversation because, as you know, these, these are only 30-minute convos. Um, I want to welcome Sean, and I want to talk to him today about this whole notion of resilience. So welcome, Sean. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Oh, it is going great, as I like to say, fantabulously. Um, and and when I first started this this podcast... I had had gotten a whole lot of people who kept telling me that, you know, there are a lot of things that you say that we see you posting on social media and we see you talking about that we really think that people need to hear. And I've been following you. We've been connected, you know, for a while. And just your whole idea of resilience and the success corpse. And I was actually really surprised when I found out that you were a suicide um, survivor. So I just want to talk about that whole mindset and, you know, where you were and your why and, and how you got to where you are now, because I'm sure there are a lot of people listening in who have gone through a similar process and I want to show them how they can kind of get on the other side. Yeah. So I had a lot of childhood trauma that I didn't deal with. Mm -hmm. um, mom and dad divorced, stepdad abused everybody. You know, I watched my mother beat a lot. Um, when he was done with her, he'd take it out on me. Or if my mom wasn't home, he'd take it out on me. So there was just, there was a lot going on that I, that I didn't deal with. And then you join the military and there's a culture in the military where drinking is fun. So I start, so I start drinking, you know, because my first duty station is England at 19 years old. Oh, wow. You know, so I got introduced to alcohol and, uh, I just, it spun out of control from there. You know, I mean, I had, in my dorm room, I wouldn't have any food. I would figure out how to eat somewhere, but I made sure I had enough alcohol. Like there was always alcohol in the fridge or alcohol on the counter. And I always made sure. So joined the military in 2001, got introduced to alcohol. And then by 2005, I'm in a alcohol and drug dependency program. Wow. And then by 2008, I'm in the same program again. Uh, my wife had left me. My house had burned down uh, the year prior. So, you know, all this bad stuff happens. I'm like, I'm just, I, I can't, I can't deal with this. Like it's, the, I, I'm not good enough for, for, you know, whatever I'm supposed to be doing, whatever. Mm. So, you know, I just decided that I would just end it. So in December of 2008, almost 10 years ago, uh, I put a gun in my mouth and I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, I'm never going to be 
better than what I'm doing right now. You know, like I lose friends, I lose relationships. Uh, my house burns down. I'm getting kicked out of the military. Like I just like, what am I going to do? You know, I, I'm never going to be good enough. No matter what I do, this is all that I'm ever going to be good for. I'm always going to be in debt. I'm going to live a crap life. You know, that's what, that's just, I'm going to struggle my entire life. But uh, 10 years later, it's not true. <laughs> so Definitely that's good. Not. Wow. So that's so good. So how did, how did you make that shift though? Cause I mean, there are tons of people who end up with this situation of, you know, life is happening um, and it's, and all the other crap is happening. And so now they're trying to figure out, you know, how do I turn that corner? How do I make that shift? Because, you know, one of the things I, I really kept hearing is that you kept telling yourself, I'm never going to have good relationships. I'm never going to, I'm going to have a crap life. I'm always going to be in debt. You know, what was that pivot point for you? Man, I battle every day. You know, like, like I'm not a success story. I battle every day. Mm. Just the other day, I lost the stage that I was supposed to speak on because I didn't follow up in time. And I'm like, oh, I always do this. Like I ruin everything. And I was getting so mad. I was like, why do I do that? And I was getting so mad at myself. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. Okay. 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 One time I did this mm-hmm. one, no, one time. Mm-hmm. It's not going to put systems. I got to put strategies in place. I got to do this and it, like learn from it and learn because the, the, the first thing we do is go, ah, oh, I'm so stupid. And we like crap all over ourselves. Exactly. Right. Like that self deprecation of like, Oh, I'm just ruining everything and I suck. And I, you know, mm-hmm. so there's, there's, I call it the toxic two. Okay. If you say always mm-hmm. never that, that all or nothing, mm-hmm. when you have the, all or nothing mentality, it's toxic. And combine it with I, I always mess things up. I'll never be good enough. Mm-hmm. And, and when you start crapping on yourself, right? And, yeah. it's, and it's all your fault. Right. Right? Like blaming yourself for everything that happens and then combining it with the always, the never, mm-hmm. right? The, the all or nothing, I'm telling you. I've seen it go down that road of depression, suicide. It's not good. Yeah. And, and one of the, the main things that I, I keep talking to people about, and, and you're right on with the, the, the messages that we give ourselves, the things that we tell ourselves, it's not so much what anybody else is saying. You know, it's always about what we're saying. Other people can be saying, you're great. You're awesome. I love you. I mean, I can't believe, you know, I look at your life and it's amazing, you know, and, and I find it interesting because you say that you're not a success because you know that it's an ongoing, you know, struggle. It's an ongoing journey, but you have the success course and other people looking at you. Oh my gosh, he's a veteran. He's a TEDx speaker. He's, you know, on this, this radio show that's, you know, you know, heard in 63 countries he's you know on these stages and he's traveling and he's doing this and we're watching the highlight reel of your life and for us he is the success or she is the success and we just don't get it that it's all about resilience it's all about this this process of doing it each and every day and having that talk with yourself each and every day. So when, when you talk about yourself as being a master resilience implementer, what does that mean to you? 
So a master resilience implementer is someone that teaches resilience skills to people and then has ways to implement them into people's lives. Awesome. See, you you created a whole niche. <laughs> I created my own category. <laughs> Which is I did. Great. I, I created my own category. Like I'm the I'm the number one master resilience implementer in the world because I'm the only one. Like I created my own category. I'm not a resilience trainer. I'm not a resilience speaker. Like I'm a resilience implementer that teaches resilience skills. So resilience is your ability to withstand, recover, and grow mm-hmm. through adversity, stress, and life's changing demands. That's what resilience is. So if I have the framework, because I always tell people, I said, I have the framework of success that's easily implemented. And once it's implemented, we'll reduce your anxiety, stress, and depression. Because what you find in not resilient people is they suffer from anxiety, stress, and depression. So as a master resilience implementer, I go in and I teach resilience and then implement resilience strategies in people's lives that will reduce their anxiety, stress, and depression that they feel every single day. You know, and who doesn't want to not feel anxiety, stress, or depression? You know, you're, 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 you're speaking my language here. Implementation, strategy, teaching, yep. you know, like you're, you're all over yeah, the yeah. spot right now. And I, <laughs> I, I, I find it interesting because I know you get people that come to you and say, you know, hey, I'm at rock bottom. Hey, this isn't working. Um, hey, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next, all of that. And how do you convince them that they can do this? Well, that's a very good question. How do I convince somebody? I don't. Mm-hmm. It's simple. I, I don't. I give them the strategies and they believe in themselves. For example, if somebody tells me like, oh, I have a crap life and I have this and I have this. I'm like, oh, wow, that really sucks. You know, I've been there. Um, give me three things that, that you do have. Give me three things that you do have. Give me three things that, that if you didn't have these, your life would be way worse. And they're like, well, I mean, I have some money. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I have a job. I'm like, okay. I have, I mean, you're alive. Like, well, yeah. And that's a big one for people. Like when you're going through the crap, you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm alive. You're like, crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't look at it as you're right. I am alive. I'm breathing. Like they don't look at it that way. They're like, I know I'm alive because I'm dealing with crap. You know, <laughs> so that's a big one for people. But I always throw that one in there. Like you're alive. Could be worse. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of people that might miss you, mm-hmm. or you may not realize your full potential. Right. You know. So, you know, I don't. I don't have to convince anybody. You know, that's the thing. I don't have to convince anybody. You know, I tell them my story, tell them where I've been. You know, I started talking to chaplains. I started, you know, I said enough is enough. You know, people around me supported me and helped me through everything. Then I became a drill instructor for the Air Force. And, I, and, and that's when a, when a passion was unlocked. I never knew I had about speaking and training. I'm like, this is amazing. Like I'm in front of like 60 people. And I'm teaching them how to button their buttons on a uniform. You know, like I'm screaming at them because they're out of step, marching down the road. I'm losing my mind because I found a dust ball underneath the kid's bed. I'm like, oh my God. Like, this is my life. I'm screaming at them because they can do one more push up. And I believe in you. One more push up. You know, like. 
So I scream at them because they mess up, but then I scream at them in, the, in, in like 20 minutes that they can do more. And I push them to do more and I push them to do more, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't have to convince anybody. I just give them the tools and tactics to do it themselves. Because if you believe in you, that's what matters. You see, the problem is that a lot of people live in the reality of what others think about them. Oh my gosh, yes. And they cannot go past this one, they cannot go past this one moment in time. Mm-hmm. They plant their address, they plant their mailbox and say, this is all I got. Right. This, is, this is where I live, this is all I got. Right. And it's somebody like me or you or somebody else that comes along and shoves them down the path or shoves them off the rock and go, let's go, buddy. We yeah. got to go. We got places to be. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of our job is, is, is even as podcast hosts is, is to gather everybody up and say, hey, hello, listen, you can do this and then push them down the path. Yeah. You know, so that's what I love about speaking and training. I got into resilience and I was like, oh, I must know what this is. <laughs> and then and then I got to be certified. The Air Force certified me as a certified trainer. Mm-hmm. And then I implement strategies in people's lives. And so um and, and 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 sometimes what I'm saying, like like you have to do this, you have to count blessings mm-hmm. and you have to learn acceptance. Acceptance is key. Mm-hmm. Okay, because because for you know they say forgiveness is key. Well, what happens is that person wrongs you, they right. don't care about you. Right. They don't care about you. So you're the one carrying the grudge, you're the one carrying the hurt, you're the one right. carrying the pain. Right. They don't care. Right. You're not hurting them by holding a grudge. You're hurting yourself. Right. So when I teach the level of acceptance and I'm like, listen, you and you and you and Sean, mm-hmm. you need to accept things. You need, Like I'm always, even when I'm on stage, I'm always talking to myself. And sometimes I get like a duh right. moment on stage and I'm like, you need to do this, this, what if you did this? And I stop and I'll go, what if I did that? What if I did that? <laughs> right. And there's been times where I go in my talk, I'm like, you need to do this. And this, and your life will be amazing. I need to do this. <laughs> like, and the crowd just laughs. I'm like, I need to be doing that. Right. Like, no, like seriously, I need to be doing that. And, 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 you know, I, I, I love it that you're so passionate about this and you found your sweet spot in terms of how it is that you can motivate other people and instill in them this unrelenting belief in themselves because a lot of times it's just a matter of them knowing that somebody else believes in them. Cause we, you know, I always tell people it's not the eyes that see it's the mind that sees and whatever you have in your mind, that's what you're going to, that's the lens that you look through. So if you're always thinking it's a crap life or, or this or that or the other, and you know, people say, well, somebody else could always have it worse. But when you find those things that you can hold on to, and you've got somebody else, you know, like, you know, Sean screams at you. I kind of, you know, nudge you hard, but nudge you <laughs> and, and just getting you to understand that you can, you can make a shift. You can make a pivot. And even if what's going on with you right now sucks because it's not supposed to always be, you know, Skittles and rainbows, that's only a, a microcosm. It's only a moment. You know, that, that, this second, this minute, this instant is going to pass, whether you continue to stay and wallow in what is right now is up to you. And so he's got this, the, the master resilience, you know, where he talks to you about strategies and tips about how you can 
you know, get this going and keep this going and, and kind of move forward. I'm the one that's like, dude, think about the way you're thinking about this. You know, what are the things that you need to do to get your mind right and get your mind shifted? And so, you know, I think that you've found your sweet spot out of the things that you thought was crappy. And a lot of people don't think yeah. about it that way. Yeah. So it's, it's funny when you can turn your pain into passion, <laughs> right? So, or like pain to profit or like, I don't know, coin a phrase, right? Right. Like, like passion to profit, pain to passion, yeah. you know, pain to purpose, you know, like those are all great keys to a podcast or a book or something right. like, but, but that's what people talk about. Like I went from rags to riches, you know, I went from pain to purpose. I went from passion to profit. Like, but really, if you think about it, if you look at the last 10 years of your life and you look at the last 10 years of my life, everybody's life, mm -hmm. I promise you the last 10 years were leading up to this moment. Right. I promise you. 10 years ago, I was battling alcohol. My wife left right before Thanksgiving and took the kids. Right. So I'm sitting in a house by myself, files divorce papers. Okay. December is when I put the gun in my mouth and tried to take my life. People stopped me. They, they found me. They you know, did whatever they had to do. Right. So from 2009 to 2013, I was a drill instructor learning how to become a speaker from 2014 until now I've been a resilience trainer with the military. And then in 2016, I wrote a book, 2017, I started my show 2018. I started my mastermind. Mm -hmm. If you look back in the last 10 years of my life, I went through an adversity. I then became a speaker to talk about the adversity. to how to learn how to tell my story. And then as a, as a resilience trainer, whatever, I had a platform to put it all together and I had a book and a show and a stage become a speaker to have a stage to tell my story about my, you know, a platform and a story. Like, mm -hmm. like if you put it all together, they had to work this way. Right. You, you Everything can't, you, had to go this way. You can't, you can't skip steps. Unfortunately, no. you can't. Right. And, and this is what happened. You yeah. had to do this. Like this was the steps you had to do this way. Right. And, and, and God ordained it that way, that I had to go this way. So look at the last 10 years of my life. And if you literally, if you look at the last 10 years of your life, okay, it's not a coincidence. And it didn't just happen. Right. Right. I mean, everything fell into place. If you look. And, and so what, what I teach people is to is become a master of meaning. Mm -hmm. So meaning making and acceptance go hand in hand. Right, because we can find a we can find a meaning like oh that happened because my life sucks, or you can say well that happened because I need to learn from it. I need to learn from failure. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you are the only one that can provide meaning to everything that happens in your life. Only you can do that. Nobody else can do that. So when people are like, well, I don't know about this, and and this is ridiculous, and I can't believe this, and this, that, and the other, whatever is like, this is this is the meaning. You need right. to figure out the meaning of your life. Yeah. So if you have a lot of bad stuff happening, you need to change it. If you are experiencing this, then what does that mean? Is it here to help you or here to harm you? Mm -hmm. Depending on your faith, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Depending on your faith, then, you know. So you gave, you gave two things. Well, the first one in terms of, of finding meaning in, in whatever's going on. And then the second one in, in being acceptance. And, and one of the things that I, I always do with this is I always try to leave people with three things that they can start to do now that are going to be, you know, to help them to, to make that shift. So one, finding meaning and what's going on. 
to the acceptance, um, not acceptance in terms of saying, oh, well, this is all there is and I don't need, I need to give up, but acceptance right. in terms of being able to deal with the stuff that's happened. You know, it's happened. I can't do anything about it, but learn how to become better as a result and to use it. So what would you say would be the third thing that they could start with right now? You only get three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so if I had to give, so if I had to package it all together. Okay. All right. Let me, let me package this all together. Okay. Okay. So now I gave great stuff, but really if if you're talking like, I only get three things to say, like really drill down on it, Mm -hmm. develop an attitude of gratitude, cultivate the attitude of gratitude. The second thing is, to define your core values, whatever your core values are, live by core values because goals and values go hand in hand. I teach values-based goals. Values are where you want to be in life and goals are just the accomplishments along the way. Ooh, so, like so values are where you want to be in life. Mm-hmm. So if I want to be an awesome father, I want to be an awesome, you know, whatever, that's a goal, right? Mm-hmm. But what's the value of that? I value right. relationships. I value loyalty. I value love. I value whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that is so that is that is where you want to be in life and goals are just the accomplishments along the way. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is you need to build your board of directors. Mm-hmm. Every major company and every CEO has board of directors around them to help them make decisions. So you need to cultivate a board of directors in five areas of your life: wealth and finances, mm-hmm. health, personal relationships, professional development, and spirituality. If you can create a board of directors in those five categories and make one or two people per category. And whenever you're having a spiritual crisis, you go to that one or two person. Mm. You know, if you have a a financial problem, you go to that one or two people. Mm -hmm. If you go to, you know, if you have a health problem or this problem, a relationship, whatever, you go to this one or two, right? Because a lot of times we want to get everybody's opinion and then just pick the one that kind of fits what our, what our mental mindset is at that moment. Right. So, so so when I say find somebody, don't find that friend that's going to, that's going to like agree with everything, right? Like when you complain about your boyfriend or husband or wife or, you know, whatever, don't say, Oh, I know. Right. You need to get rid of that person. Oh my God. And you know, like, I know. Right. Like don't, don't get involved with the person that is always going to agree with what you say. That's toxic. So you need to con- you need to confide in one or two people in that particular area that you can go to for that thing that is an unbiased person. So cultivate an attitude of gratitude, define your core values mm-hmm. and your goals, have values-based goals, mm-hmm. and then build your board of directors. And that is going to allow you to live an epic life. Awesome. Awesome. Well, there, there's been so much that, I mean, I could like delve more into that we've talked about, <laughs> uh, but I wanted to give you a chance to tell people how they can get in touch with you, how they can work with you, um, you know, tell them about your podcast and, and what yeah. you have going on. Um, and, and that way they can, they can start connecting and, and following you. Cause I mean, you're dynamic and, and, and the things that you say are right on point. I love your drill sergeant attitude about it though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. So my show is called Life Transformation Radio. It's on everywhere. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Player FM, the Google Play Music app, Overcast, CastBox, you know, uh, it's it's everywhere. So if you just search for Life Transformation Radio, um, wherever you're comfortable listening to podcasts, 
um, you'll be able to find it. I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review to Keisha's show and my show. So do a double, like search for her show, search for my show, and then boop, subscribe, <laughs> rate, and review our shows because as podcast hosts, that's what we love. We yeah. love reading the reviews of our shows mm -hmm. and we love seeing the statistics of how people are listening and subscribing. And so, yeah, love that. Um, you can get a hold of me at uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. You can just look me up, Facebook and LinkedIn. I don't do any of those other weird ones like Snapagram or Instachat, whatever those other ones are called. <laughs> I don't do any of those weird ones. Um, but I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. My website is www.thesuccesscore.com. And you can look me up on my website. All my stuff is there. Um, learn more about me. And I'd love for you to join because everybody needs another Facebook group. Of course. You know, I mean, some people are in like thousands of Facebook groups. Everybody needs another Facebook group. But I'd love for you to join my Facebook group, The Success Core, C-O-R-P-S. Um, that group is where I put strategies, tips for resilience, speaking, business owner, entrepreneurship. And so if you are looking for a mentor, uh, myself or Keisha would be amazing mentors for you in your life because we've been there. We know exactly what you're feeling. And if we don't know how to help you, someone in our network will help you. So awesome. that's what I yeah. got. Um, I'm a part of Sean's Facebook group and it is amazing. The people that come together and just the, the tips and the strategies and everything that's shared um, and the insights. So if you don't do anything else, you need to join the Facebook group. Um, even if you're a lurker and you just want to read, yep. <laughs> you just want to yep. hear. You got a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of those. Um, a lot of those. Thank you so much for joining me. I know that you've 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 got so much going on, and um, and it was actually awesome for your little one to join us a few times during this. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> she's literally it's... across the room. <laughs> like, instead of lungs on that one, she just turned a year. Oh like, my gosh. You're having so much fun right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. We, we really appreciate it. Thank you for, for helping me to make this a, another great episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Like you said, you know, subscribe, rate, share it, um, listen in, and by all means, implement and apply what's being said. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Keisha Rivers of the Cars Group. And this has been another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast where we give you tips, strategies, and actionable steps to help you change your mindset and master your success. You can find us at www.mindsettomastery.com. That's mindset, the number two, mastery.com. Make it an epic, epic day. You guys have a great one.